last. And Scream Machine last of all. Ecuador the leader. Led from Ashokan and Malabio Spurtonic. Streamers nicely poised. She's in fifth spot as they come to the turn. Followed by Veyron. Toydini's now moving up on the outside with Sincero. And Rivadalago's the widest runner. Ecuador's the leader. Led by two on Ashokan. Streamer is coming strongly with Toydini down the outside. Stablemates are running on. And Boban is right down the outskirts of the track. He's putting in a big finish. Streamer went to the lead from Toydini and Boban on the outside. Streamer and Boban, they hit the line together. Oh, they're wide apart. I'm not sure. It's Streamer or Boban from Toydini. Then in behind them, Spurtonic, followed by Malavio, and then Sizzling and Ecuador, followed by Sacred Falls, and then Scream Machine, Riva de Lago, then Raquel Interest. That was Streamer getting beaten, actually. I was on Streamer that day. That was Boban winning the 2013 Epsom Handicap, one of my favourite races of the year, one of my favourite race days of the year. Uh, welcome, everyone, to Pro Group Racing uh, as we preview two great days of racing at both Randwick and Flemington as we do each and every week with Beaver. How are you, buddy? Very good, thanks, Daggy. How are you, mate? Good, good. Another productive day for you on Wednesday. Oh, it's going flying early. I think we had the first, nearly the first seven winners or something like that. Seven of the first eight, so, yeah, and good. all at backable yeah, prices. It's very good. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, it's uh, happy days for those that had been following our tips uh, when we were a bit uncertain of how the day would go. Yeah, so um, I guess yeah, the thing is put the work in the midweeks, and even though sometimes it doesn't quite look as clear-cut, um, we're getting the results at the moment, which is good. I like how you've... I like how you've set yourself up there, mate, trying to look intelligent with your bookshelf behind you. Yeah, I've got a I'm moonlighting on as an uh, left wing nutbag on the ABC, so I had to get a book I had to get a bookshelf put in. I thought I thought you were looking like you had a doctor's surgery or something, mate. Yeah, um yeah, the just next to the casting couch. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> to make money where we can. Uh, should we look forward to Saturday? Exactly. Yeah, 100%. Uh, good day of racing. Uh, very excited by uh, some of these races and uh, some pretty open markets and probably plenty of chances. Yeah, definitely. Um, I love, as I said, the Epsom and Doncaster are probably two of my favourite races of the year because you get the uh, up-and-comers down in the weights and you get the, I guess, the good jocks on the uh, seasoned horses at the top. So it's uh, always a good betting opportunity and... Um, down south, it's a lot of the up-and-comers again, the three-year-olds and two-year-olds taking centre stage there. Uh, and the first time, really, Sydney and Melbourne forms crossed over. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to hearing what you've got to say. Yeah, same. So we'll get into it. We'll, we'll, should we kick off in Sydney? As per usual. Uh, so the Epsom Day, uh, no real rain around on the weekend. Currently a good four. The rails in the three-metre mark uh, should play fair enough. Uh, probably by the end of the day looking for your, your lane eight and sort of down the outside um, as it chops out towards the middle. But I, uh, until I see otherwise, I'm going to anticipate um, wide draws probably no disadvantage in big fields. But um, I think he's going to play pretty much standard round week, so that's how I've treated the day. Any thoughts there? Yeah, I think you're right, mate. Um I think you'll probably find uh, most horses get a chance, but uh, pro possibly some of the run-on horses uh, I've kind of leaning to. Yep, perfect. Uh, let's kick off in the first. This is over the mile, the Randwick Mile, which sees um, 
what I'm hoping is us start with a winner. But um, do you want to kick off? Yeah, mate. I, I've, uh, I liked the run of opacity last start. I thought it was much improved. And uh, I'm hoping that uh, there can be a little bit of pace on here. Discharge will probably take take up the lead. And I'm just hoping they can run on. And I'm hoping opacity gets back to its best and should be ready to run well third up. So I'm, I'm going to go for opacity in the first, mate. Um, excellent. I'm going to go with the winner of the lead-up, which is Discharge. Uh, I think this is a weaker race than it won last time, and I think it gets a softer lead and goes from Hieronymus to Nash. And just, just banking on the fact it gets control of this race and first leader, first of the day, uh, has a kick on the bend and holds on, but obviously opacity and bet you're flying if it gets a better chance uh, the two dangers for me there. Yeah, I, just, I was just a little bit worried at discharge, getting up in the weights um, and, and the and the price. So I thought um, it is now. I, just provided that. Uh, yeah, when I did the form last night, it was three thirty. I noticed it's probably about two seventy now. I wouldn't want any shorter. Yeah. I, I think it's. I, I couldn't take under. I probably couldn't take any shorter than it is now, actually. So um, yeah, I think uh, if if that swings around, there's probably. Um, Around $3, I'd definitely be backing it. Um, opacity, we talked about how it hadn't shown anything. It finally showed something last start. Uh, so maybe that's back now. Maybe third up is it's its time. Yep, uh, we'll get into race two, the gym crack. Uh, the f- the two-year-old stepping out for the first time. Can you have an opinion here without seeing them? Or? No, I've, I've left this one alone. Uh... Obviously, the, the favourite's $1.70 and short and has looked pretty good in the trials. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I haven't um, haven't got too much here to tip outside of that. No, the favourite obviously tried really well. Uh, but uh, in a two-year, two-year-old race, all-on race two-year-olds, you couldn't possibly take $1.70. Uh, and Gay wins this race no, a lot. It's, so, it's uh, yeah, Gay wins this race a lot and she's got the second favourite there, but... Um, yeah, I'll be watching and, and probably learning here. And uh, same with the breeders, I guess. Same same story here with the girls. Uh, sorry, the boys here in the third race, the gym crack. Same thing. Obviously, actually, we get a few. We tend to see golden slipper horses win this race, though. Pierre has won it, and uh, I think I think Vancouver and um, possibly Farnham won this race last year. So we... Um, we do get a we do get a decent line for the future. Uh, the favourite trialed really well too, but again, I'll probably be watching and learning here. Yeah, the the, the favourite here, Kalashnikov, was pretty impressive at the trials. It uh, cruised away to win fairly comfortably by about half a dozen lengths. Yeah, uh, drawn well should sit should sit outside the lead. I would say, uh, and I. I'm expecting it to win, so um, a two fifty or better, I'd, I'll probably back that. Yeah, excellent. I thought that. Yeah, that's the obvious. Um, but yep, good work there. Uh, we get into the gala, some of the uh, the more cracking races today, and uh, the Hill Stakes Group Two for the uh, Group Two weight for age over the two thousand meters. The two have gone down to Melbourne, Finch and Very Elegant for original acceptors here. Uh, do you want to go first here? Yeah, I'll go first here, mate. Um, look, I, I think it's pretty hard to go past the favourite here, Fierce Impact. 
Uh, first up, it beats a pretty good horse in Russian Camelot, and we we saw what Russian Camelot did last week. Um, so no reason it, if it produces a similar run to last start should get should get the right run of the race from gate six. Uh, that should have it just trailing the speed, and it's some way down the straight. I think it's going to hit the front, um, and I just don't think there's a lot of good horses that can run past it here. The obvious danger, Colding, outside of that. Uh, this is a pretty weak affair. Yeah, uh, I wanted to take on Fierce Impact, but with the two scratchings, you can't now. I think it's just obvious. Yeah. It's um, and I would be the saver. I'd be having is actually just thinking, just because it's going to be on pace and and leading. It'll be the one that Fierce Impact has to get past. And uh, I've had a bit of success in the last couple of weeks, just following that formula in some of these average races. Excellent. Let's uh, see. So yeah, we both agree there. Let's get to the flight stakes. The first of the Group 1s. First of four Group 1s across the country tomorrow. Three-year-old over the mile for the Phillies. And it is the third round of Dame Giselle versus Hungry Heart. Again, Hungry Heart's currently shorter. Again, I disagree with that. And again, I'm going to tip Dame Giselle. Is there anything to add? I'm going to do exactly Dame Giselle was going as good as it on the line last start. I think it gets the draw to get the run of the race again, just behind the pace. And as long as it gets the split at the right time, uh, Tommy Perry can just drive this thing through and probably again get the start on Hungry Heart and put it to bed. Well, yeah, the, the Hungry Heart had Dame Giselle's back last start, had the softer run. And Dame Giselle still was soft through the line and, and had two lengths on it. When you watch that replay, yeah. you watch I, that replay. I there's the way I can see it turning the tables here is if it sits on its outside and just holds it in and yeah. gets the gets the ping and Dame Giselle has to try and run it down. Um, but if that doesn't happen, um, then I think Dame Giselle might be just a little bit too classy again. Yep. I, I, I just think Dame Giselle's a better horse. I, I think it's, it's clearly the better horse now. Uh, and I would I would be pumping up again for Montefilia to fill a place there. I think she didn't have any luck and out might be an Oaks Philly, might need two thousand to be honest, but I think we'll run we'll finish in the top three here, Montefilia. Uh, and potentially Hugh Bowman might be stapled to it going into an Oaks campaign. I know he's going about to go down to Melbourne for the rest of the carnival, I believe. Um Yeah, so Or would you say why or? No, yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, well. yeah. Cool. Um, All righty, race six, the Premier Stakes, group two, uh, sees another Everest lead up, Nature Strip, Classique Legend, both uh, with slots, and um, I guess Fasica and Libertini are going for the last one. I saw Eduardo's got a slot now. I saw Trekking's got a slot now. Um. I think a lot of these owners of slots are on the wrong track, to be honest with you. I'd be looking for one of these three-year-olds, but uh, instead of... And Santa Ana Lane's in the race, which how's Santa Ana Lane going to win? Like, it's, it's it's beat yeah, up. give me a break. So why wouldn't you go looking for a fresh a freshie here? But anyway, um, we're here to talk about this race. Does a favour get the job done? I think so. I think, um, I think this race should see Nature Strip get its own way in, in front. Um, yeah, it was taken on by Ball of Muscle last start. 
uh, sat on the outside there and it really wins in those circumstances. But this race, I think it jumps straight to the front uh, coming up the rise and I expect uh, J-Mac to loosen the reins there, probably get too far away. Classic Legend was outstanding last start. What about um, it was slaughtered and still won? Karen got yeah. that into that much trouble. I watched the replay last night, um, as I'm guessing you did. I, it was enough for me to go, I, I can't say I'm going to tip it tomorrow, but it was enough for me to go, this is, I've always thought it was a little bit of a myth, but that was a, that was its best win. It, yeah, me too. And, and that's, I was, I was mulling over which way I'm going to go here. The only thing that turned me nature strips away was just purely, there's not a lot of pace in this race outside of it, and I just think it gets the perfect run. Um, and we know what it does when he gets the perfect yeah, run. Yeah, I am. Um, it's just too fast a horse. I think you've hit the nail exactly on the head because uh, I, having watched that replay and even its win when it had a little cameo in the autumn, Classic Legend is obviously a very good horse, and I was sort of in the camp of it for a long time, but, yeah, the, the pace factor is a big one here. When na- nature strips a bull, uh, front, uh, front-running bully and it's going to front-run and bully this field. Fasica can't keep up with it. Libertini can't, so no one else is going to want to go with it. No, that's right. And not a grand final for Classique, so it's not going to want to burn itself out trying to keep up either. It's grand finals, the Everest. No, that's right. So, um, I think, yeah. yeah, I think the nature strip wins the, I guess it'll be almost a barrier trial for it. Good, good. Let's get on to the feature of the day, the Everest. Uh, not the Everest, that's in a couple of weeks. The Epsom, the Group 1 mile, million dollars. Uh, interesting handicap here because the weights are pretty compressed. Uh, if yes. I can pull it up, they were, I think it was from 56.5 just down to 50, uh, which is interesting because usually there's a much bigger spread there. And um, very concerned about some of their jockey bookings on the One's down in the way. Usually there's one, a hot one, that um, a G boss or someone finds it um, with 50 kilos, and there's not one here this year, uh, which is sort of interesting. Um, which way are we going? Mate, I've gone for probability. No, you're a good judge. I think, um, look, I've loved its first two runs. They've been outstanding. Um, gate 18 is a bit of a worry but I think it was probably going to go back anyway I think if it gets the I actually looked at that right uh, and get some cover. S- s- the only only happy clap is actually one from the inside gate every winner in the last 8 years has been drawn 10 or wider is that right? yeah happy clap and happy clap was, that was that average field where it just beat him up I don't know if you remember I think it was 2 years ago right but everything else is, uh, yeah. Hierarchy was 12, Winx was 12, let me have a look here, I wrote it down somewhere, Golding 12, Hartnell 10, uh, and Secret Admirer was 14 or 15 as well. So I don't think, it, when in those big miles, you almost want to be out in clear air, or at least, you know, three wide of cover. Yeah, and we know we know you need to be able to run a strong uh, roundwick mile to win a race like this, and I just think probabilities. Possibly that horse um, that can do that. Uh, really scared of Rock. Thought Rock was was going really well at the moment. So I, I do think 
it's a massive chance in, in a race like this. It's probably the main danger to probably, and I thought um, a horse like Colette uh, presented pretty good value um, around the 20 to 1 mark. Yeah. Uh, we spend too much time together. Uh, Probabil was the starting point easily for me. Easy to like. Uh, its form is great, this prep. Uh, it's mile, mile is no problem. Dry, no problem. Main danger was rock, and I thought Colette was the uh, the knockout. That's that's scary. And I would have, yeah. if I if it had have started here, I think it's got come out. I would have thrown something on just thinking it at a hundreds as well. Uh, it's just that sort of race that yeah. Yeah, you can bob up in. Uh, not interested in any of the Waller ones at the top, which have all drawn in. To be honest, drawn inside, which as I said, is not a tremendous insight and uh, not a tremendous advantage here. I could throw something on Natoya if it's at hundreds as well. Apart from that, they're the three. Um, and Wild Planet. Wild Planet would be the other one. Um, just because Hawks are such good grand final trainers and it was uh, it obviously won the Fun Star race last week, but whether that's... A, I don't know if that's really form, Fun Star and Rainier, because I'm, I'm taking Fun Star on here. Yeah, me too. Um, but this could actually be perfect. The run of the race last time. Yeah. yeah, this could actually be a perfect race for for Collett. Just um, last man standing, uh, last Philly standing here, man. Collett could, um, you know, they they, they say you got to be able to run a strong two thousand to win a Randwick Mile, and we know she can. And um, around twenty to one, definitely having a saver on her, and uh, all of those horses we discussed are going in the quaddy. That's uh. We've been spending too much time together, be that? Yeah. Uh, let's keep going with the G1 Metrop, where we're both going to tip Mugger 2, I'm tipping. Uh, 2,400 metre, yeah. two, uh, Group 1, does Mugger 2 just win again? Well, it looks extremely hard to beat. It's not a, it's not a tough race. Uh, winning form's good form, and again, 57 kilos, so it's not... It's not um, Overly badly weighted, I wouldn't have thought, and drawn well enough to get a good run. It's probably going to be pretty hard to hold out. I just, you know, yeah, yeah. If, if you wanted, it's pretty hard to, you know, when you've got horses like Brennan Rocks, who's as old as you, um, and hasn't shown a lot for a while. I know it won a few starts back, but in pretty mediocre field. Um, Mugger 2 just looks the up-and-coming here. I agree. Uh, it's beat up most of this and field. And still gets you a start in the Cup, right? It used to. Caulfield to cup. cup. Caulfield Cup, I think. It used to. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah I think it's Caulfield Cup, both this and the Bart Cummings. Uh, is Bart, no, Bart Cummings Melbourne Cup. One or the other. Yeah, Bart Cummings is Melbourne Yeah. Um, I I agree. Mug, well, yeah, Mugger 2 is the obvious for all the obvious reasons. It's now ticked the 2,400-metre box as well, or 2,300, but that's not too worried about 24 there. Uh, and I think if you're going to save on a couple, it'll only be a couple of odds. Zabrowski obviously starting to come good, and again, I'm, I get nervous. They showed last week the Hawks camp. They only target one race a campaign. It's usually the group one. Uh, and Pass of Glory is, is maybe the knockout, but the jockey booking doesn't. Thrill me overly over 2,400, which is uh, Kathy. Um, 
Cool. Let's wrap up the day here in a bit of an easier affair. Uh, the benchmark 80 out of the 1,200 for the girls. And uh, how are you going to finish today? Oh, actually, I'll go first. There's only two chances, but the market's singled them out. One of the two blue colours will win, and they're the only two numbers I'm putting in the quaddie. High-low or a theory? Which one are you tipping up top? I'm going a theory. Okay. Yeah, dominant last start. Um, and high-low. J-Mac riding his best at the moment? I don't think so. No, he's I don't, been. I don't know if he is. Ever since that sort that of. That just means he's potentially a, a just a big day is around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I probably a theory. I think it's the one that sits on pace and uh, just was dominant last time. Hilo's going to have to come from last. Uh, is there is there a guide with Jay Mac going on Hilo and Rachel King on a theory? Is that is that a guide or is that just I think Rachel's rode, ridden it all the way through. Oh, no. Yeah, Rachel rode him last, her last start. J-Mac rode uh, high-low first up. I think they've probably just stuck. Okay. And I, I know Cummings really rates King as well, so I think she's almost their third-choice jockey after J-Mac and Hugh, I think. Cause she, he uses her a lot. Uh, but I think it's just that both of them, uh, she won last start, so she's kept the ride. I didn't read overly into that. Fair call. Um, cool. Uh, shall we do... Let's do my quaddy first, because I nearly forgot on Wednesday. Uh, I'm going to kick off with one and two in the first leg, which is the two top-class sprinters. Three, four, five, eight, nine, eleven, thirteen in the Epsom. Two, three, eight, nine, fifteen, and 18 in the Metrop. Home with the two... Four and six in the, or just the four and six, the two horses in the last. 50 bucks gets you bang on 30%, 29.7. Um, how are you going to treat your best and your value? Yeah, my best bet of the day is in race four, number one, Fierce Impact. Uh, made that my best. And my value is in the episode is Probable. Good work. My best is going to be race one, number two, Discharged. And my my value is probable, uh, so we're all in again. There you go. Uh, good work. Let's head down to Melbourne for Group One Underwood Day. Turnbull Underwood. I get this confused every week. One of them, the Group One two thousand meter race. It is a Turnbull. Um, Turnbull. Yeah. So they're sort of really launching their Flemington Carnival now. We see the two-year-old stepping out in the first. It feels like real Melbourne spring. And uh, rails out to the seven-metre mark. A little bit of rain around early in the week, but it's dried out. Fair bit of wind. Just um, keep your eye on the wind, I suppose, to whether that's buffeting horses leading or or wide, from what I've been reading. But apart from that, I'm just, again, tipping standard Flemington. It's been pretty good last few weeks, and I think it'll play yeah, fine tomorrow. Really good meeting, really interesting meeting here. I actually like the Flemington meeting better than Sydney. Um, for its, you know, the open races and number of chances, I thought Sydney's races, um, you could narrow it down pretty quickly to two or three runners in most races, um, which, is, which isn't a bad thing. Um, but it was hard to split then. This, this looks a lot more open, uh, the Flemington uh, meeting, and uh, took a lot more time assessing the form here and trying to 
to work out my selections. Well, I have I have double figure tips in most races. <laughs> I was I was um and excited about them. Like I sized up a couple here at double figures as making them my best. Uh, so I guess we'll we'll get into it uh, because yeah, I, I love it. And don't be afraid to play that way because big fields Flemington, especially when the horses are wound up, happens every time Cup Week happens every time straight Melbourne carnivals. There's always a hundred grand quarter that pops up. You, you do get these horses yeah. come up at prices, uh, and uh, don't be afraid to just uh, go with go with your gut, I suppose, in some of these races. Yeah, hundred percent. The Maribyrnong trial over the thousand metres kicks off the day. Uh, the impressive General Bow is back. Are you steering clear of this one, or you, do you like anything? Yeah, I am steering clear. No, I steer clear of that one, mate. Okay. Um, General Bow is very good on debut. Uh, too much unknowns to to really want to stamp it, but uh, it obviously meets three. It beat up last Wednesday, and it's going to beat him again. Um, but without, at least in Sydney, you can sit and go do some trials and watch your trials up down there. You can't get get a lead on anything really. Mm. So we'll leave that into the second, the eleven hundred meter Poseidon Stakes, the listed race again uh, for the three year olds. No, just a set weight and penalties listed race. Do you have an opinion? Yeah, I do. I I like the favourite September run around the three dollar mark. I thought it was a super uh, run last start. Um, hit the line really hard uh, when they rode it pretty quietly. Beat, um, I think it beat Swats that who came yeah. out and won well um, after that run. And I certainly think down the Flemington straight suits it. I'm expecting it to be really hard to beat um, in, in this type of affair. So I'm, I'm quite keen on, keen on September run. Uh, everything you just said, I like the fact uh, Swats that was dominant last Friday night. Uh, it even and even going back a run before that, it chased home Dame Giselle, and obviously that form standing up. But its win on up the straight, it it did all the work itself. It took off early, uh, made its own run, and was still dominant. And uh, yeah, hard not to like it. And uh, I'm I'm completely with you. It'll actually be one of my best of the day. Yeah, me too. Race three is the Paris Lane listed for the fours, four-year-olds and up. Uh, this was a much harder race. Could you find one? Yeah, I could. I thought, um, well, it doesn't have the greatest of form. I thought for, for Sheena, it looked really hard to beat um, at the $5 mark. I thought it, it appeared to me not to have the best of luck uh, last start. I thought, I thought its run, considering, was pretty good. And I just think this is a pretty pretty average field. Uh, something's got to win, and I think it looks like um, it had plenty in the tank last start. And with some luck here, I think it can be hard to beat. Yeah, nice. Um, when I when I started trying to watch the trials of the two at the top there to find a reason to back them, I just thought this race was too hard for me, so I I left it alone. Uh, Gorwa seemed was flying last yeah. prep and, and seems to be going okay, but like I said, they're not horses I don't want to be involved with. Romancer bobs up when I don't want it to, which is probably this week. Galaxy Raider, if I don't back it, will win. So I'm just going to uh, leave this one alone. And head to the Group 2 Gilgai Race 4. Again, up the straight over the 1,200 metres. Uh, 
interesting little race as well. Uh, uh, Tafani's in the Everest, isn't it? I'm pretty sure. And Santorana. So there's another clash uh, between the two. Uh, I couldn't work out the market difference between Tafani and Zutori. Um, did you, which way were you splitting them? Oh, I'm going Tafani. Just thinking, ready to go I now? Thought, I thought it's... Yeah, I think it's ready to go. I thought its first up run was pretty good. Hmm. Um, I was watching the footage and um, it ran the fastest 400 to 200 section of the day. Yeah. Um, so it may have just peaked on its run. I think so. It, it just um, it had to do a bit of it. And it, it had to do a lot of that work itself. It didn't find any cover. Zatori had just the cold sit and the duck and weave. Yeah. Um, that said, I thought Zatori should be closer, <clears throat> but I, I am with Tefani, essentially. Um, I, I just thought it should have been probably, I think the market actually should be the other way around, sort of Tefane, Zatori at 460, and then Santorana longer, because Santorana's the weakness in the market here. It's not a first-up horse, and it's now going on, what, a year and a half without a win? Yeah, it's got, hasn't won for a long time. Yeah, so... You'd, cer you'd certainly want to see something before you're backing it. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Tefani has been good to us, and it, I think it's tomorrow's, uh, tomorrow's her day there. The fifth of the day is the... I'm, really, I'm looking forward to the return of 50 stars. I'm keen, keen to see how it returns. I think it might have a pretty decent preparation. Uh, obviously, this is way too short. Uh I'll be watching that with Matt. Where would it go? The Rupert Clark, fourteen hundred meters second up, or further? Mm, I'd say they'd be pushing it out to a mile. Yeah, yeah, maybe with the what's the Flemington Mile? I can't think of its name. The one after it, yeah, Flemington second up or third up over a mile. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, nice horse. I I actually made a point of having a look at it, but I think they'll be too sharp for it here. For him here, uh, smorgasbord, uh, smorgasbord in the uh, Edward Manifold, the mile group two for the Phillies. Uh, I think probably the A grade Phillies up in Sydney in Dame Giselle, but this is an interesting race. Uh, I'm going to tip one here that should have won last start, Queen of Rocks. $12, it was a tragedy beaten at Caulfield two weeks back, um, was just trucking into the race. Uh, if it gets through here, it starts half the price. And uh, I think it gets a similar run. Still needs a bit of luck here from gate three. But um, I just think that's over the odds in a race where um, the favourite, which albeit was a nice win, has gate one inside it and coming off midweek form. So just, just specking that. Uh, did you have an opinion here? I didn't have a, a huge opinion here. I thought, I thought a horse like Chica... Fuerta at $14 presented some decent value, but um, look, there was nothing here that really stood out to me. Yeah, no, that's um, that's fine. Like I said, this is one here. I, I could I could play Divine Diosa. I could play Queen of Rocks. May, I would want longer for the two favourites. Um, cool. Cordy kicks off with the Bart Cummings, as we just said earlier. Ticket of the Melbourne Cup, Group 3, 2,500 metres. There will be some wound-up horses here. A wide field. The market's gotten rid of a couple here that uh, it's been quite keen on, but Canaan's been booted out the door. Passan's been booted out the door. 
uh, young rascals out the door, so they've had enough of all those horses. Who have you settled on? Passan. Yeah. I, 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 I just I just like Passan here. I thought I, I didn't lose me um, given its run last start. Uh, the other horse just had it, had the sit and shot on it and proved a bit too strong. I'm expecting Passan to get a really good run again in this race just on the lead, leader's back uh, from the one gate, hoping that it can just uh, – the heads open up uh, around the 300 and it can ping to the front and they find a, a bit too nippy to run down. Hasn't Shabao shown itself up now? Like, why is it shorter than the well, other two? It probably should have been re- – it, it, it hasn't been written aggressively. Either. But I, I would back Passan before I'd back Chabau. Uh I would back Lord Belvedere, who is probably on top here, because only because it was first up 2,500 and pretty much beat the other two on merit. And it's only going to be better here. Yeah, it did. Yeah. And I, that, I certainly thought the same thing. It was, look, it did appear to win on merit. Um, but I just think that it got the sit. On Bassan last start, I'm hoping Bassan just gets a bit more sneaky in behind the in behind the lead there, and uh, just gets a little bit cushier run than last start. Yeah, and you know my girlfriend's here. Which one's that? In good health. She's twenties again. She was awesome last start. She um, sat five wide round a bend, had to push forward. Then up, you can't sit bend at Caulfield. Then had to push forward. Led. At a good pace and only got uh, run over in the last hundred by order of the garter. Um, I thought she was so brave. Uh, I would rather have drawn inside for once because she's probably going to do the same thing here. But she is a sneaky, a sneaky chance of running a place here at, at eight bucks a place. And um, if she's good enough, may even lead throughout. But uh, she's she's an underrated horse here, I think. Uh, but. Yeah, you'll get much better than you get much better I than twenties so. on the day. That's I'll, for sure. I will be getting, I'll be, um, yeah, getting the net out and scooping up much better than that on the exchange. I said, I suspect. Uh, yeah, you'll, you'll be getting fifties plus. Yeah, happy with that. Happy to play it. Um, and but yeah, Lord Belvedere and Passan with I've gravitated that form line this spring, and um, I th- I just think Belvedere with the improvement hard to beat. Let's get into the turn bill, the Group One. Set weights and penalties. Uh, you going with your boyfriend? I am. Yeah, talk us through it. He was all right last start. Surprise baby for me. Yeah. Um, look, I thought it was a pretty good run. Uh, the other horse was pretty lucky uh, to get the split. Uh, I was filthy, but... Uh, Hence why I'm sticking again here. I think Surprise Baby is just it's just building beautifully into its work. It's been placed really, really nicely here, um, and I think it looks de- definitely the horse to beat. If they if they're serious about Melbourne Cup, it has to win this, doesn't it? Yeah, you would think so. Yeah, you've got very elegant who uh, it disappointing last start. Comes back to Melbourne, but it's a good track and all else. Um, yeah, if it rains, if it rains very against moral, I think it's just a good wet tracker. I just think it's uh, yeah, the new whatever it is, 
the new uh, sacred choice. Show a bit more um, before you get too carried away. Superstorm, no thanks. You know who I like? Finch's, Finch. Finch yeah, Finch. Finch will yeah. lead this. Uh, I like Melum. It was good first up, and it goes from Kathy O'Hara to Ben Melum. And there's not much pace here, and I think it'll be the one around the clock tower. You'll, you know, someone's gonna have to run past. Yeah, and I'm certainly keen to see uh, King of Leagrants. Um, yeah, how it, it travels first up. Uh, so I certainly think it's got some ability as well. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm going to tip. I'm just going to tip Finch. I'll, I will go. I'll make my tip Finch. Any rain around, very elegant and moral, but otherwise Finch from uh, Surprise Baby. And uh, the rest don't, the rest are now, you know, we've seen enough of them for two and three years now. Like, we don't need to see anymore. We know what we're getting. Yeah, 100%. Race eight, the Blazers Stakes. Another group two race for the Mares. Rubisaki, does it bounce back or does Perfect Jewel on the backup get the job done this time? Yeah, I'm not so sure about Rubisaki. Um, disappointing, wasn't it? That was very disappointing, and maybe, maybe last prep. Look, it won. It was winning races last prep, but I'm not so sure about the horses that was beating. Um, yeah, benchmark. Um, and now down to Melbourne. Yeah, benchmark Sydney format. Yeah. Who was the best horse that beat Rainier? Some of those sort of horses, like yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not convinced about what it beats. Again, it's drawn wide. First up was too too bad to be true. Um, I'm going for Madame Rouge. Okay. Yep, yep. So um, I thought last start um, was pretty good. Uh, they, she hasn't been, she hasn't drawn that well. Last, last few starts, um, got back. And has been hitting the line pretty hard. If you, if you just check out the runs, it's you know she's she's been grabbing the bit really late in her races and hitting the line hard. I think it'll be better suited here. Gets a better draw this time. Gets the right field, and I think uh, certainly presents good value at around the six dollar mark. But I don't think the market's missed her. Um, no. On that, if you go back and check the runs, I am. Um... Yeah, that's that that's good intel because uh yeah, I would have thought you know, you just look at it on face value, you think she's double figures, so uh you, you, I think you're on the right track. I'm gonna go with uh last I think last I think last run, if I if I remember correctly, it it came home in the last two hundred was the fastest of the day. Yes. As Jason Behemoth. Yeah. Yeah, Chase Behemoth. So finished less than two lengths behind Behemoth, drew gate 16, carried 56 kilos, and ran home in the fastest last 200 of the day, $21. Um, so it's there's no Behemoths in this race, that's for sure. No. Um, yeah, now I'm scared of her. I was going to tip the quick backup horse perfect jewel. Yeah. Uh, Brain the field last last Friday, all bar Mystic Journey decided to return to her best form just to upset my Friday night. Um, but still, Ren Time before that was uh, came through the Maccabi Diva behind Fierce Impact. Uh, the the line to draw then before that was when it 
towed up uh, Rubisaki. So you can't. I can't see Rubisaki turning tables. Um, and I think gets drawn here for the right run, just swoop down the middle again. I think Pike's much more comfortable swooping down the middle than he is trying to duck and weave or lead. So I think the draw's perfect, and I think uh, on the backup, I'm with her. A little bit scared now you've talked about Madame Rouge, um, and I was happy to go right around Rubisaki and right around Savitiano. Yes, so. so, yeah, cool. All right, let's wrap up the day with what have we got here? The 1800 metres for the three year olds uh, staying race leading up to the derby. Did you have a thought? Yeah, I was with the favourite here. It was a nice uh, win, wasn't it? At $4.50. Yeah, nice win. Yeah, it was a lovely win. Young Werther, really, really good win at Geelong, was it? Yes, yeah. If it wasn't Geelong, yeah. it was with Really, really liked it. Uh, looked to be a bit, gr- was as green as grass, uh, but still finished uh, off extremely well. Hit the line hard. I thought, um, I think Young Werther looks like a real good horse on the way out. Uh, doesn't need an overly strong field here. I've, um, I'll be making Young Wortham my best bet of the day. Ooh. There's one here at 20s I'm backing. Um, back to man. It was a tragedy in the lead-up to this at Flemington. It's run forward into 16, and it nearly should have won. It was absolutely trucking into the bend at Flemington. Just got chopped right out, never got off the rails, ended up just being pulled up and uh, not given a crack at him, and... Uh, I liked its win before that at Sale, and I like Gate 14 now, blending run probably on the back of um, someone like Hungweather, actually. And uh, just at 20s, I'll be saving on it, but I, my notes did say it was a. I loved the win of uh, Youngweather first up. So they're the two for me in the last. Um, interesting to see how someone like uh, Alcyone goes, Wise Council onto the Derby. Uh, but yeah. We'll finish the day on that note. Uh, you got a quaddie for us? I do have a quaddie, mate. Um, and it's... Let me just get my numbers up here. I've got first leg. Four, five, 12, and 15. Yep. Second leg, three, six, nine, and 12. Yep. Third leg, one, five, six, and seven. And finishing the day in the last with one, three, twelve, and fourteen. Very good. How many combos is that? Four before, before, before. Four, sixteen, sixty four, hundred, two fifty six. Perfect. So we're looking at around twenty percent. Yep. That nice, a nice split there, and that's a, a good Flemington fill-up. Your best, you mentioned it just then, your best in value? Yeah, my best is, uh, comes up in the last, which is Young Werther. And my value better of the day is none other than Surprise Baby. Oh, very good. Uh, I'm going to make my best, I'm going to make my best perfect jewel, actually, in the Phillies race. I'm going to make my value Queen of Rocks in race two, but I'm also quite keen to have something on Back the Man, and I'm also quite keen to have something on In Good Health and Lord Belvedere in the uh, Bart Cummings. I 
could have easily made any of those my value. Uh, but, yeah, we'll throw that up there. Have you gone north for us, or you've had enough on your plate with all this? Uh, no, no, I've gone north. Okay, what have you got? Actually, I'll go south. I'll go which way? I'll go south for South Australia, top and tail, the two, the favourites in the first and the last, Aqueduct and... Uh, where are we? Aqueduct in the first and... Uh, da, 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 Meanie in the last will both be winning. Um, who have you got up in Queensland? I've got a uh, bit of value is my first one. It's race three, number two, I Am Swerving, about $6 or $7. Uh, race five, number two, Super Air. And race seven, number 11, Lady Brahmos. Good work. Uh, what's that get us? <laughs> if you put it in an all-up, you usually got an all-up for us. That's all right. Uh, oh, mate, you'd be getting 100, 100 to 1, I reckon. Perfect. Um, any, else you wanna, any else you want to finish on, mate? No, mate, it's uh, just uh, really keen for some good racing on Saturday. I think there's some some really nice races, uh, plenty of value around, as you said. Most of our tips are sitting there at 10, 6s, 6s, $5, $5. Yeah. Uh, so plenty of value. Uh, you won't have to back too many winners to uh, have a nice, uh, profitable day. Yeah, I love these sort of days. Excited to be playing. And uh, I guess I'll catch up with you on the weekend, mate. Look forward to it. Good work. Good luck, punters, and we'll speak to you next week.